T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning, folks. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Big fan of the show. It's Jeremy White and Joe DiBiase. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Hello there. Hey, Hey guys, love the show. Big fans over probably 20 years. Hey guys, how you doing today? Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Call or text WGR at 8030550 or post on X at WGR550 and get connected to Jeremy and Joe now. Good morning. Jeremy and Joe, winter has arrived. You know, there's a lot of winter is coming stuff. And then we get most of the way through winter, and then he... Okay, now it's here. Winter. For a couple days, at least. Yeah, it's cold outside and uh, some snow on the ground. You know, last night... Or not last night. Yesterday morning, I woke up and saw the snow and thought, is there enough to have to shovel, snow, yeah. snow blow, anything? Because it was super windy on, uh, what, Saturday night? Crazy windy. Crazy wind Saturday. We were looking to go to somewhere for brunch yesterday, and the place we were going was, I guess, right into, like, North Towns, like, even north of that, like, where it was supposed to be bad. Hmm. And we're like, as we're driving up, should we be driving in this? <laughs> like, there's no driving bans or anything. We've seen ten times worse in the last year every time there's winter weather. There were, like, six cars that we counted there and back that were, like, off to the side, like, in the ditch. So, hopefully you... You know, we're driving safe yesterday because yeah. it was it was slick for sure. Snowy, blustery, and cold. Eighteen degrees right now. That streak, I'm sure that streak ended last week or two weeks ago. That streak of consecutive days without a temperature in the teens. I think that actually maybe ended for the Bills Steelers game, or maybe it was the Bills Chiefs game. One of those two games, I think it was in the teens. Okay, yeah. So it was almost a full eleven months then, because it was yeah February last year. Around this time, where the last day in the... That's the funny thing. Is like like you said, it might be over in a couple of days. It's going to be low of 17 today and tomorrow. Yep. And then maybe later in the week, but my... Uh, I know it's a phone app. Yeah. My phone app shows a low of 45 next week. A low of a 45. Low and a high Love of six, 65 on Wednesday. Whether we're going to get a melt, then, is what we're going to get. Yeah, I guess so. We're going to get a gross melt. That groundhog, though, was supposed to tell us that this wasn't going to happen this week. Come on, groundhog. What do you, you said spring right away. You said early spring. Early spring. That's right. I guess yeah. it doesn't happen immediately. Right. Within, what is it, within six weeks? 
I I've never understood the the math of it because March 21st, the first day of spring, finger quotes, is always like seven weeks away, mm-hmm. eight weeks. So it's either going to be March 21st or a little before that. Okay, I guess. Six more weeks of winter or an early spring. Both of those sound the same. Right. Right, that's right. It just says, I guess there is no exact math to it, just that spring will arrive early. Okay. That's well, it. as someone that uh, furiously defends fall starting on September 1st, uh, spring starts on March 1st. Period. On March 1st? March, no, April, no matter May. What? March, April, May is if, spring. If there's three feet of snow on the ground, that's you're going right. to be so, coming so, in here telling me that today's the first day of spring? That's right. Just like when it's 87 degrees on September 5th, that is fall. We do the months, not the equinoxes. At least in my house we do. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's it's currently winter. We would Nobody would dispute that, right? Currently winter. No, it's right now it's winter. Cold. Yep. Cold, wintry, all that. The Sabres are home today for a 12-30 face-off. Yeah, for, uh, for President's Day. Yeah. How many times has a... Because they're playing the Ducks. Yeah. How many times has a West Coast team played a 12-30 day game on the East Coast? Can't be normal because what... If you're, if you're a diehard Anaheim Ducks fan out there and you're suffering too because that team stinks... And they just got waxed by the Leafs nine to two. Right, right. Oh, you're coming off nine yeah, to two. Nine to two. Season's horrible. This team's going nowhere. They haven't been good since Getzloff. And wait, what time are we playing the Sabers? Yeah, nine thirty. It's not even like right. The Leafs is least like a marquee opponent. We're playing the Sabers at what time? Nine thirty. Nine thirty in the morning. I don't mind that on a weekend. Right, because that's why I'm into the Premier League. I think in part is that you get some morning early. some morning sports. Nine thirty for Ducks and Sabers. If you're out in Anaheim, yeah, that's pretty early, and on, I can't imagine that's on very, President's Day. That's yeah. probably not normal. Twelve thirty today from KeyBank Centers. The Sabers look to go back to back. They got to win over the weekend against the uh, Minnesota Wild. And uh, have they still not won three in a row this year? I don't think. I think they have three two game win streaks. They have. I think you're right. They have three two game win streaks, and they don't have a three game win streak. Yep, all year. I mean, they wouldn't if they won today. They still wouldn't have that. They would only be back to back. But then they play Montreal and Columbus. So, all did, right. Did, on the Sabers, did you see the? There's a little mini controversy over the weekend about the Sabers. Maybe have you seen it? Have you not seen it? No. It comes courtesy so. of Mike Harrington of the Buffalo News has an around the NHL article piece where he points out oh. that Sabers players are not too happy about getting booed at home. Yep. And, and in particular about Granado, right? Be also being the they're still like about the fired Granado chance. Yes, that happened. What one game back in December? It's not like a a like a night to night thing that you're getting those. I the only other time I remember like vivid fire this guy chance was when Darcy went into that rebuild the suffering year. As the general manager, and it was like every night for the first five, six home games of that season, if I remember correctly. Granado got those chants like one time for like a second in a game in December. But that they don't like being booed at home, I know, was a part of that too. So there's a second part of that, and this is something I had not noticed. Mike writes about this, about the Sabres, and you know, th- th- this this topic is going <laughs> to bother some people. Not uh, Hopefully not that we're talking about it, but just the, that it exists. He points out that fans had pointed out to him, and I, no one had said this to me, but that's I mean, that's all right. Mike's at every game. I'm not at every game. We can ask Paul about this. We'll talk about it with Paul at 8 o'clock. 
after you win a game, you skate out the center ice and salute the fans. You know, like you raise your sticks and tap it on the ice. Right. And the Sabres had stopped doing that. Huh. The yeah. team stopped doing that. Saluting the fans that were there after they got a win. Or, I mean, sometimes teams do it after losses and just, you know, salute the fans. That it had stopped happening. And that there was a, a game against the Kings where they went 7 to nothing. And Mike writes in his piece that he stayed in his seat to see if, in fact, they were not doing it. And that some players decided we should do it today. And not everybody, but some went out to do that. Mm-hmm. So what this all gets hmm. to, right, what this all gets to is I've got a hockey team that feels like they're being, what, abused? No, that's probably a little strong. Not not supported. Disrespected, not supported in their home games. They don't appreciate getting booed, and they made a point to not salute fans. He quoted a veteran player who who said, we love our fans because when this place gets going, it seriously gets going, and I get all the frustration of how many years it's been, but most guys in here haven't been here very long. Kevin hasn't been. Donnie hasn't been. You can't put that all on them. And I remember, I don't know which game it was, but there was a game, boy, probably a month ago, maybe more, where afterward, it was probably the Fire Donnie game, whenever they were chanting. Which, which was the game they gave up nine to Columbus, by sure. the way. I just looked it up. It was the and, game they gave up nine to Columbus and then won by nine or whatever against Toronto the next, you know, two nights later. That's right. That's right. Because they came back after the Fire Donnie game and said, like, that's how we're going to play. That's, that's more of who we can be. And, of course, like, right. you know, that wasn't who they are going to be long term. But I remember after that, that game Columbus, okay, that's probably the one, where Oposo said something very similar to that. So... While Mike Harrington has, has quoted a player here given anonymity, it sounds like a poso to me. Because the poso after that game mm-hmm. had said, you know, the whole thing is not on us in here. We know that. He basically said the fans are up, upset about 13 years or a, a decade of problems, and that's not on us. And I remember coming in the next morning and saying, like, man, Kyle Oposo really missed it. That's not what you say as the captain of this team. Say, like, it's not on us. Because... While the fans are of the Sabres, you know, are certainly disappointed and upset about how long they've been bad, anybody booing in an arena when you lose 9 to whatever is not booing the 2017 version of your team. They're booing a team that got blown out at home, right? Like, you gave up 9 to the worst team in the East. That's what they're booing. Yeah. And this whole thing that Mike writes about is just basically like, man, they are a team that has a, a a strained relationship with their own fans, which is just crazy. Uh, it reminds me of the opposite approach. That Say what you want about Sean McDermott. Here's a quote from Sean McDermott in his opening press conference when asked about the 17-year playoff drought. He said, as a head coach, I believe that the minute I was hired, I own that. I'm a part of that. So to try to separate oneself from that, I think, is the wrong approach. Wow. McDermott said that on day one. Day one. Oposo is in year seven with the team? Right. That's the... It, well, right. We don't know that it's Oposo, but... Like, no, but he said it back against Columbus. But he said it against Columbus. So it doesn't right. have to be the an anonymous veteran in Mike right. Harrington's piece. He said it against Columbus. That's right. Which, at that point, I mean, doing rough math here, year six, year seven. Dude, you've been here for half of it. You've been here for half of it. It's been 13 years. You've been here for six or seven years. Like It's a long time. So, sure, right. I mean, could we be at uh, Zach Benson? You know, probably not 
the guy to be Bronx cheering because he just got here and he's 18 years old. Lukanen got some Bronx cheers at some point during the season too that he probably didn't deserve. But listen, there are going to be strays that are that are caught. I think because it's not something that any fan base in NHL history has ever been asked to do. So I don't know what you're. I don't know what you want. What do you want? Right? What do you What do you expect? You got the support last year. Yep. And, and it was because of last year. Yeah, it was earned. It wasn't because like the 12 years before it had been wiped out. Because you got it in one year. Right. It was earned. Yep. And this year, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If if there's any sentiment like that, that the, the fans are giving proper respect to this team. I mean, give me a break. What is this? What is the fan base again? Has no fan base has ever been asked to do what this fan base has been asked to do. Because a 13-year playoff drought has never happened before. It's never happened. And they haven't even been close other than one time. So, yeah, I don't know what they want. I don't know I don't know what the expectation is. If they've stopped going to center ice to salute the fans because they're they're mad at the level of support yeah. they've received, I just I don't I don't think they get it. I don't think there's any understanding of what's going on here from the players overall. If that, if that is indeed what has happened. Yeah. There's a conversation to be had about you know how bad is this team really? A lot of their underlying numbers are not that bad. No, and five and f- five and five at least. Yeah, power play they're horrible. If you if you do the autopsy on this team, well, there's still plenty of season left, and they'll play today at twelve thirty. But if you did the autopsy on this team, what you'd see is like, yeah, they're pretty good at most things, except the power play has been so unbelievably bad mm-hmm. that it's the single reason they're not competitive. They could definitely, but just just. They could be three points out of a playoff spot, and we could be sitting here having a season, but the power play has been so incredibly bad that it sinks everything else. Here's Lukanen again, by the way. Another performance from Lukanen. Yeah. His save percentage, I saw numbers on him, that he had an incredible game and his save percentage dropped because it's been so high. He's given you six weeks. Lukanen's given you the kind of save percentage that if he was doing this last year, even for a span of six weeks, the Sabres make the playoffs comfortably. Because goalies steal them games instead of submarine them, which had been happening for a couple of years. It's almost a cruel joke for the Sabres, and maybe for Granado too. He needed some goaltending last year, and he's getting it this year. Right. And the year before, and the year before, and the year before, I mean, this organization has kind of been stuck trying to find some answers in goal, and here's Lucan, and has jumped into that spot and deserves plenty of credit for it. Hopefully it, it lasts long-term, and he can be their number one. But th- that's the other frustrating part, and... You know, if they ultimately decide to not make major changes in this offseason, Joe, there will be a defense for it of, listen, we had a mm-hmm. we had a bad year. Our big guns didn't go. But, you know, if you want to get mad at the head coach, he's not, he's not the one shooting the puck. And we've got a lot of players that had bad years. They've had good years under him. You know, how much is his fault? I, I don't imagine that would go over well with a lot of the fans because you want some change no matter what. Either way, here we are. It is wild to hear the players are upset with the fans. It's a miracle that they have any support. That's right. Like anybody that goes to yeah. the, these games and attends them and cheers them on, it's not even just going to a game. It's it's signing up to often go to a, 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 an environment that feels like that for the fans too. It's not jazzed up or juiced up unless it's a kids' day game. I go to a lot of the kids' day games, and those are tons of fun. Plenty of energy in the stands. Some of those kids have been born during this stretch. 
I mean, there's an average of 16,000 fans this year. 15,900 is their average. Is that, that's not... That's paid. That's paid. That's things. paid. But either way, like the other teams, that would be similar of, right? How good, how, good were, how good were the San Jose Sharks? For how long were the San Jose Sharks? This is like their first really, really bad year. Maybe last year, too. Like, they're only a year or two into their team not being very competitive. They're at, like, they're at 13,000. Hmm. Where's Winnipeg at? Where it was, like, kind of been... Again, kind of a down year a little bit. I think they're kind of back in the playoffs now. 13,000 for the year. The Ducks, 14. Like, there are bad teams in here that just kind of got bad recently, and they're averaging less attendance than you are. And, you know, like the experience, it's not like they're not fun this year, right? At least even at times, maybe two years ago was more the season for this than last year, but last year, of course, is true, where... Okay, they're not that good yet. They're not great yet, but at least they're fun, right? At least they score. At least they take chances. At least they're they're an entertaining brand of hockey. Whereas this game today, or the the games last week, or whatever, like th- these are games where you go to attend, and what are you expecting? You're expecting probably a loss, given the way the season's gone, especially the way they've played at home. And you're probably not expecting a very exciting product. They don't play a very exciting brand of hockey this year. They're kind of boring. So I don't I don't know what the expectation is. I mean, if the players want more support, that's earned. That's not given, yeah. especially at this point. There has to be an understanding that this is a 13-year playoff drought. And there's not going to be a benefit of the doubt given to... I mean, some will get it. Zach Benson will get it. The guys right. that just got here, I think the fans are smart enough to know that. But right, is Kyle Poso going to get the benefit of the doubt? Is Zemgus Giergens is going to get the benefit of the doubt? Probably not. He's been here for the whole thing. Right. Which is incredible. Meanwhile, yeah, it's not like I don't hear fans booing Tage. I don't hear fans booing Cousins. You get the occasional, you know, where where's this guy been? Top players not being top players. Guys will get, like, they'll get booed, like, going off the ice at the end of a period. Yeah. Right? Like, if they've, if they've had a bad period. And that's about it. But how different is that from other places? No, it happens everywhere. Right. Like, if the Winnipeg Jets have a bad second period, there's not going to be groans and boos? Like- the Sabres in the playoffs. Last time they played in the playoffs was the Flyers last time they played the playoffs? Right? Yes. That's the last series. Yep. The Flyers got booed off their home ice in game one in the first period. <laughs> last time the Sabres were in the playoffs, the team they played against got booed off their own ice um, and won the series. Yeah, there's a good one uh, from a few years ago. Not a good one. It's a pretty bad one, actually. The Capitals were in the middle of their contending period, right? They maybe hadn't won the Cup yet, but they were playoffs all the time. And their owner had died, like, recently. And they had given out, like, wristbands, like, commemorating him. And they what, what, lost a game, like, 5 nothing, and the fans started throwing the wristband, the bracelets on the ice. How long ago was this? Like maybe five years ago. Well, Ted Leonsis has owned the owner has owned the team for a long time. And maybe he's... maybe it was someone else though. Okay, maybe it wasn't else? the owner. Like a, a franchise great or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I trust that you're right on it. Yeah. Game three. It was actually it was a playoff game. Uh, that they against the Flyers where they I'll find it I'll find the exact okay. things but basically that's what happened they were throwing wristbands commemorating someone on the ice when they were really good. And like that happens around the league everywhere. Yeah, to more extreme Absolutely. circumstances. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Not trying to be downers early on. I mean, just <laughs> hey, it's game today, twelve thirty, and uh, we got to figure out a hot dog, 
Hot dog of the day for Anaheim. Anaheim, Anaheim hot dog. They'll try to differentiate, I'm sure, from uh, Southern California. Maybe, uh, maybe a Disney theme. You could just put a duck on it. A duck. You, could, you mean like you, a whole live duck? You, well, pieces of one. <laughs> you pieces, can eat. You can eat duck. Pieces of a duck. Pieces of a duck. Okay. If you want, that's that's an option. Anaheim. Right. What's the difference between Anaheim and L.A.? Angels, ducks. Yep. Disney is a good one. Mighty Ducks. What about the all-time great franchise player for the Ducks? Who's that? Paul Correa. Team Mussolini. Team Mussolini. Those are both good Oh, sal- Salami? Kind the of a playoff of uh, the, the, the Salami dog? The Team Salami dog. The Team Salami dog. There we go. I, I mean, we got something here. Yeah. So that we'll figure with that as today as well. Eight oh three oh five fifty. I have the correction, by the way. It was okay. it was against the Capitals. It was Flyers fans uh, that were paying tribute to their team's owner Ed Snyder, who had died that week. And this was in twenty sixteen. They started throwing the rest bands on the ice after they were getting pummeled by the Capitals. There you go. That's what it was. Okay. So Philly fans, <laughs> not not, su- not 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 the biggest surprise. Not surprising. Yeah. I mean, Leaf fans have had a strained relationship for years, right? Uh, there Those, was a jersey thrown on the ice earlier this season. Uh, it was in Buffalo. But, I mean, there were a lot of Leaf fans. But the jersey game. thrown on the ice became a thing Yeah, in Toronto. Yeah, you know what? Like, Sabre players, would, the, would jerseys start getting thrown on the ice? Then come and talk to me. Because that happens north of the border, like, every year. At least at some point. Yep. When someone throws a Kyle Oposo jersey on the ice, then then come and talk to me. 803-0550. Not to say these players are wrong. I mean, Robin Leonard, when he left, said it's miserable in there, it's terrible in there. Not a coincidence that that was also on a team that was failing to meet expectations. But anyway, here we are. Not trying to be downers. I, I, I kind of didn't expect that we would get this deep in this, on the Sabres this early. But here we are. <laughs> if you have a thought on it, Wait, you, can, you can join us. They're favored today. Oh, good. They're favored. So today, they could be good. They're playing a bad team at home. Come on. Go win that game. Yeah, right. You have to, to get... Nine points out of a playoff spot, or whatever it would be. I think there's still 10. Still 10? Still 10 points out. Detroit has 62 points. Buffalo has 52 points. So, still 10 points out of a playoff spot. Less than uh, 30 games remaining. When Pittsburgh and Washington, I'm looking at the standings right now, Pittsburgh and Washington are the two teams right above the Sabres. Those two teams, they've aged out, and they weren't. the Sabres weren't ready, sitting there to kind of take over. There's Detroit. Detroit and Philly. Clearly, have been the two teams that have jumped in. Philly is tough. Tough to take, Philly. Yeah, Tortorella and Ristolainen. Like, come on. How did that happen? Yep. Tortorella's an interesting point there. Like, it's a guy that's coached a million places. It's worked some places. It hasn't worked other places. Has he ever not at least, like, made the playoffs somewhere, though? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, normally he'll make it, and then it'll kind of go, it'll get sour quickly after that. Um, I guess... Philly would be the place here that hasn't. Not yet, but he made he it. Made he it. made it in Columbus. Okay, right. made it in Vancouver, of course. Made it in Tampa. I mean, won the cup in Tampa. So yeah, wherever he goes, the, the uh, Rangers, the Rangers, Rangers, he would have made it. Right? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Philly is the uh, the one that's left. Stanley Cup champion in two thousand three, two thousand four. His longest stretch outside of the playoffs is the last three years. Although this year looks like they're going to make it, he often is the name that comes up when like one of like whatever you're having a conversation about the coach and like whatever the drought and it's what they need is a Tortorella type coach. How many times has that been said in the last thirteen years that they need a Tortorella type coach? And normally I'll roll my eyes at that. 
But I don't know. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a point where like I'm, there's nothing that sounds nuts to me. 803-0550 is our phone number. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day. If you're uh, working today, so are we. And if you're not, well, you know, you can hang out with us. I'm ready to blow Joe's mind when I tell him that I want to talk about Derrick Henry as an idea to the I, Bills. I can't believe yeah, what, that's right. what happened over the Bills the are finally off the uh, odds to get Derrick Henry list. And you're trying to put them back on I'm it. just, I'm ready to have a conversation about it. I saw an interesting stat on Derrick Henry, and the Bills, I think, have a couple of openings at the position. We can argue about Naheem Hines for a little while if you want. Mm. So, you know, it's on the list of things to do is talk about Derrick Henry. Wide receiver idea of the day, other good stuff coming up for you as well. Jordan Spieth got DQ'd from the Genesis Invitational, and I saw, you know, it's a, it's a great example of we could just change rules, right? Hey, change a rule, but the rule might actually be good, and I'll explain that as well. This day in history is a day. We'll see if you remember, maybe, maybe not. Uh, so plenty to get to. 803-0550, Jeremy and Joe, Josh Schmidt back producing after a couple of days off. He skate, You skated on the ice at the arena. I saw that. I did. Nice. I was, did any Very fans cool. boo you from the stands? <laughs> I, I saw one guy way up in like 326. Really? And he didn't seem very happy. Like, you know, but, you so know, you, live you, and learn. Wanted you to shoot on the power play? That guy's real upset. He's, <laughs> he's still there. He's still there. He lives there. Anyone, on the, any, anyone ever comes onto the ice, that guy in 326 just lives there and boos you. Yeah, we had our, our company, if you want to go skate on the ice, Sal was there with his son, and uh, Josh was there as well. So, good stuff. 803 to join us on this uh, chilly Monday. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
I think the All-Star game in general needs a little revamping because it used to be competitive. Fans want to see the best pickup game in the world. Like, yeah. That's what this is. They don't yeah. want to see you running up and down and dunking and doing all this crazy. Like They want to see the what happens when you get this collection of best basketball players on the planet and they play and they go head up against each other. I mean, you guys play harder at a pickup game in UCLA. For real. And ain't billions of people watching. For real. Definitely do. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. The late Kobe Bryant there on the NBA All-Star game. Watched a good chunk of that last night. Watched a lot of the All-Star game activities of the NBA this weekend. Had the uh, Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry three-point battle, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the stuff, you know, good. Except the dunk contest. Except the dunk contest. The dunk contest kind of stinks. Well, it's, you know, it'll never reach what it once was. No. But Jalen Brown doing it. I thought, like, oh, the real all-star. That, <laughs> oh, and, like, and what is he? There just wasn't much happening. Shaq was, like, they showed Shaq on camera. Visibly, like, just not impressed by anything. It was really funny. Yeah. There's <laughs> a question to be asked about the NBA All-Star game, which is simply this. Why haven't they changed it yet? Think of the changes these All-Star games have gone through. Mm-hmm. Baseball tried to tie in the World Series home field advantage and then ditch that and like, oh, let's just play an All-Star game. Yeah. And baseball still looks like baseball. It's, I don't think people get too mad about it. So base, baseball doesn't really have this problem because a baseball All-Star game has the intensity of a regular baseball game, which is often not that intense. Right. I mean, right. all due respect to baseball. Hockey, what did hockey do? Three-on-three three draft teams, mm-hmm. let's get weird, right? Let's just let, or, yep. let, let, let's have ourselves a time here. Yeah. You're going to pick teams, you're going to go three-on-three. And we're going to make it harder for you to like just coast the whole way because there's not going to be enough people on the ice to do it. Yeah, and then they, their skills competition, even though Nikita Kucherov made a mockery of it, they offered up a million dollars for a guy to win the skills competition to do, you know, whatever. The Pro Bowl games, the Pro Bowls drastically changed. And here's the yeah. NBA still rocking this format that currently, as it stands, I, I mean, I feel like complaining about it is missing the mark. If you're complaining about it, you're not you're not part of the problem. But everybody's complained about it for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. I saw LeBron, you know, grab a rebound, go coast to coast, and dunk with nobody defending him. And I'm not here to tell you I really wish they would body up in the All Star game and play defense. That's I'm mm-hmm. not here to do that. It's kind of amazing that the NBA hasn't stolen the NHL's idea. Let's go three-on-three tournament. We'll go half-court. We'll play Kobe Bryant there, the late Kobe Bryant, saying, like, they want to see the best pickup game in America. Perfect. Three-on-three. Let's go. Mm-hmm. There's a whole league called the th- threes, yeah, right? The, the, the big th- uh, the, the Ice Cube League, Yeah, right? where you got retired yeah. players playing three-on-three. And yeah. if you go play pickup anywhere, it's, I don't know my experience, it's not a lot of five-on-five. Sometimes it's four-on-four. Sometimes it's three-on-three. Kind of wild. The the NBA, which is usually ahead of the curve on a lot of this stuff, yeah, is just way behind when it comes to changing this game. I'm watching back some of the highlights from this yesterday because I did not watch a second of it, and they did not. I mean, it just wasn't a game. No, it's not. It's not a real game. There was one game, maybe it was even right after Kobe died, um, that LeBron and Steph basically said, "We're going to lead the Charger. Like we're going all out. Like this is going to be a real game." And it, it was. There was one game. That they had where, like, it was a real basketball game. It was really good. It was late drama. And that just didn't last because, right, like, it's not you're, it's not going to last forever, yeah. I think, doing that that way. So half court would be we, half court or three on three full court? Half court. Okay, right. I feel like you can't have half court because then guys just don't want to run back and forth, right? 
Isn't that the biggest problem here? Is like these open dunks that happen a million times are just because guys are jogging back. Versus if you have it at half court, like you're already there defensively. I've already, yeah. I've got my, my biggest problem might be all these breakaway dunks where three guys are like still back before the half court line. If I do half court, then I th- I've got all five of my defenders. They're already in position. All oh. I can do is turn around, spin the other way. They yeah, might, I don't know how much they're going to go intense, intensity wise, but they're going to be there at least. I mean, half court can be just as intense as full court. There's just less, yeah, endurance, less running. Hmm. Clear the ball to the three point line. Fans well, got to complain enough. Yeah, that's fans got to right. complain enough. That's Isn't that right. why they changed the Pro Bowl? The Pro Bowl got views. I always heard about how like it still the does. Pro Bowl got more ratings than the NHL Finals game, whatever, more than the World Series, and they still changed it. They didn't have to do that. They were getting people to the TV. Didn't the Pro Bowl change primarily to make it so players would stop turning it down? Hey, come, okay. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Rather than you know you're gonna slap on a jersey and fly all the way to Hawaii, right? Which, right, right. I mean for for some that was exciting. Hey, you want a trip to Hawaii? But and then they moved it to Orlando, and now it's just like, all right, let let's just have some fun. It's an NFL social event. Come out with some teammates. You know the the entire Pro Bowl games concept feels like I'm watching the Home Run Derby. It's just a good right. vibe. Everybody's happy. Yep. And then at the end of it. I don't know. It feels like there's not a lot of hand wringing about the quality of the game, about playing defense. How how hard should I want to play defense in a game like this? I I'm a defender. I'm a clear the front of the net defender in the NHL who gets beat on all day and beats on guys in front. And it's an all star game. It's my day off. You want me mm-hmm. to go in there and just grind my nose into the ground? No thanks. I'm a NBA defender, a low post defender who's just taking shots all day and body. Please, you know, give me a day off. Yeah. I'm a defensive lineman. <laughs> right. we, re- we refer to every one of these plays as a car crash. Right. I Should get- I just go get in 30 more car crashes during the Pro Bowl? Like, I, don't, I actually don't have any problem with the players that, you know, want to treat it like a vacation. It's supposed to be. Hey, it's an honor to be here. You, you've been selected. Congratulations. Don't go out there and, you know... Blow out your ACL. I, I don't have any problem with that, and I feel like a yeah. lot of the hand wringing and yelling about these these events is just like, eh. It's not the players' fault. It's the league's fault. Fix the format. Do something different. I'm, I'm surprised the NBA hasn't done anything different because they're typically the league that's like out in front. The closest thing they stuff, did right? is they did the Elam ending for a couple of years, which okay. was good. Yeah, I mean, the first time they did that, it was exciting. It was good. It was different. Yeah, and that's gone now. Yeah, they're the. Yeah, they're the league that does the in-season tournament, right? They're out here trying to create a Champions League within they, their own league. They do the in-season tournament. They do the 7 through 10 play-in tournament to yeah, get in. Yeah, yeah. like the NBA has drastically altered their schedule for the sake of being interesting. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of surprised their All-Star game just sits here and does what it does. Did you watch the, uh, was it the Barkley-Draymond cast, basically? I did see a little bit of that. Was it kind of like a Manning cast? It was an attempt to be, yes. Okay. Yes. But was it, did it hit? Sure. I mean, Barkley okay. and Draymond are both compelling people, right? So, yeah. There okay. was a little bit of trash talk between them. That might be a clip you see going out there that, you know. I saw one clip about Barkley telling him good luck in the play in. Yes. At the, at the end of it, which was pretty funny. Yep. Yeah. It is what it is. 8030550. Jeremy and Joe with you here on a uh, Monday morning on President's Day. The Sabres are home for a 1230 
puck drop against the Anaheim Ducks. They come in off a win over Minnesota. Yoki Haru in overtime. Yoki Haru, who had him as a overtime anytime goal scorer. Has he ever? But why is he out there in overtime? Was a question I was wondering in the first place. But how long has he been here? Never even seen him out in an overtime. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. But yeah, not someone I was expecting to be uh, be an overtime hero by any means against the uh, against the Wild. So good Mid- game. Middlestad scored again. Middlestad and as a. Uh, Home state. I don't know if it's much of his hometown. It's his home state. Yep. Probably cool for him. I'm sure he had family in the crowd. Um, that's the team also I always think about for him. Like, all those Minnesota guys always want to go home, don't they? Well, that's the thing. So, to that point, Matthew Collar, who used to work here at WGR, he lives and works in Minnesota, covers the Vikings. And yeah. man, a couple of years ago, I called him and just kind of chatted. Maybe we did it on the air, off the air. I don't remember. But I asked him about the Wild, like Minnesota, the state of hockey, right? How many yeah. college and high school programs and how big a deal it is. And Casey Middlestad was, what, Mr. Minnesota hockey? I mean, he's, yeah. yeah. And he said that the Minnesota Wild rank like 11th in that market. Really? Yes. You'd be blown away at how far behind they are. In the are. state of hockey, the yeah. Minnesota Wild are like yep. not a... Not a yeah, like uni- the University of Minnesota hockey team would be a bigger deal than the Minnesota Wild. Yes. Come on. Yes. I mean, that they, I know they sell that out, like the Golden Gophers. Like, I know they have massive crowds for that, like in comparison. Yep. But more than the Wild? Yep. Really? He said, his opinion, whatever, yeah. he's lived there for maybe a decade now. His his opinion was, how many seats are in that building? That's how many people care about the Wild. Like, it's about it. It's not exactly this thing. They're not the, like well, they're not they're not opening their radio shows the next day with uh, <laughs> Minnesota Wild takes. I don't know. It's probably for them. It's probably drafting a quarterback and what's Kirk Cousins going to do. Yeah, it's, it's probably. I mean, that's the, the Bills, of course, supersede the Sabers quite often, at least in season. Yeah. But yeah, his his takeaway was the Wild. They don't rate. Twins are ahead of them. Timberwolves are ahead of them. College programs are ahead of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still will say that got like my my wondering about like Middlestat's future and like, well, does he want to go home to Minnesota? Like, Zach Parise went home to Minnesota. Parise, right? Parise and Suter did. Yeah. And has and, anybody done that since? Well, maybe maybe there's not a lot. The other name I was going to get to, because I remember thinking it or hearing it for like three years, and then it finally did happen, was, hey, Thomas Vanek's going to want to go home to Minnesota someday. <laughs> That's right. And he did end up going to Minnesota. But, right, is there another? There, there might be not be another one, so maybe it's not a thing. Yeah. But I remember Vanek and I remember Parise. Being guys that did that. That did not work out for them. Did it? No. I mean, it worked out for those guys getting paid, but the they Wild. Were, they were. No, they didn't. They didn't go deep into the playoffs ever. Right. I had the stat last Friday. They've made the playoffs ten times since the last Sabers playoff yeah. appearance, and have they ever won more than two rounds? Did they ever go to a conference finals once in ten trips? I don't think so. I don't think they did. Which that's pretty incredible in its own. That's like, that's like being the Leafs without getting all the uh, yeah the reputation of the Leafs just because you're not in Toronto. They've they've lost in the first round the last one two three four five six seven times they've made it. Would so, we would would we prefer that? Yes. You sure? Yes. Because right, that, that seems like a, t- a special type of hell. Would take it. Would take I it. Probably should say yes to that. Probably should say. Hey, yes at to least that. in 2020 and 2021. They made it to a elimination game. They lost in Game Seven to the Vegas Golden Knights. 
Hmm. Every other season, they're not even making it to an elimination game. Anyway, enough on the wild. <laughs> enough, yeah. Yeah. The team, the team the Sabres have made the most trades with, by the way, in the last 10 years. It's like 11 trades. Jordan Greenway. Jordan Greenway, Eric Stahl. Matt Molson. Matt Molson and Van, uh, Vanek, right? Yeah. Vanek, no, wait, pa- not Vanek. Pominville. Pominville was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them. 803-0550, Paul coming up at 8 o'clock. It's President's Day. 7 o'clock, I've got a Bills topic ready for you. I want to talk about Derrick Henry in the running back room and what they're going to do. Henry's going to go somewhere, and... The Bills are going to need bodies at that position. What kind of fit could that potentially be? I've got an interesting stat on that. I'll, I'll, just, I'll promise you just an interesting stat. And uh, if you want to rank presidents, we can. Ooh. I have a thought. Like, presidents draft? Yeah. That might have been done before. <laughs> it probably was. 803-0550, Jeremy and Joe here on uh, Monday morning on WGR. Jim Nance on the call. A 62 for Matsuyama to win the uh, Genesis Invitational. Got a lot of rules officials on the broadcasts. Golf's the golf, one. Though, I don't get mad at golf. Actually explaining the rules is a good idea. Wait, were they rules analysts or were they like... Because oftentimes you'll hear the conversation between the golfer and like the official like, rules. This yeah, was I... the actual broadcast official. Okay. And a couple times to explain it. One time Matsuyama put his club in the rough and the ball moved a little bit but didn't move its position the rules official comes out and says like hey it didn't actually move its position it's okay the other thing i saw about rules and you know this was one explanation good morning jeremy and joe so jordan speed got dq'd for signing the wrong signing a scorecard that had the wrong score on it Mm -hmm. and maybe throughout the process you learn a few things like this you keep the other player's score speed did not keep his own score his playing partner kept score, and then Spieth, I guess, went to the bathroom and signed a card and left and could have gone back and changed it. And you might ask, like, well, it's on TV. Mm-hmm. He's not attempting to lie. Right. Why are you automatically DQ'd if you sign a, a scorecard that's wrong? And the best answer to that is that golf, for the most part, operates the same top to bottom. Not every tournament is on television. Not mm-hmm. every tournament is going to have... Millions of people be counting your shots. Jim Nance is not calling a tournament that's happening in Wisconsin today. Mm-hmm. So the idea is they're going to place a lot on cheating. And if you sign a scorecard that's wrong, you're out once they can verify that. So, you know, Spieth getting DQ'd was uh, it's tough. I mean, he's a obviously a, a great player and a, a, a draw to watch. Mm-hmm. But that's the answer, and which to me made sense. It's kind of like back when the Sabres were – trying to push the NHL to change and thought about nets being different. Remember the Sabres were, had the, the Hulk nets that were bowed out at the posts? Not one was this? You don't remember this? What was this? What? Oh, wow. Remember the blue ice? Same time. Same time? Like same lockout-ish? Time. The nets, the posts would go out, and the crossbar would go up to be more of a circular net. And what did you call them? The Hulk I, nets? I called them the Hulk nets because it looked like the Incredible Hulk pulled them apart like bars okay i want to look for these because i do so not like more remember this at all it was more of a circle it yes. was rounded kind of yeah where I, did yeah. this idea come from here like, here 
Buffalo came up with that it, idea. They Blue Ice and Hulk Nets, yes, the idea was getting scoring back in the game. Okay. Bigger Nets. Here we go. March 31st, 2005. Reshaping Hockey's Future Cage Redesign Touted by Sabres. There you go. All right, I'm going to find. I'm going to look through this in a second. Wait till you see the picture. And this, it'll make the point lines up. Why couldn't you do it? Because every net in the world would have to change. You shoot on the same net. Right. Right. The, the, the net I shoot on in a beer league is the same as <laughs> it's the one in the NHL. Yes, that's right. You go play... You know, the the kids go watch nine-year-olds play, and they have the net. You yeah. shoot on the net. Quick com- uh, clarification. Thanks, Jeff Minas. You're only DQ'd if you sign for a lower score. If you sign for a higher score, you keep that score. Like, oh, sorry, you were on a four, even though you got a three. This is for speed. Even though it's like, it's really the same mistake, isn't it? Well, in one, you are maybe attempting to cheat. In other, you made an obvious mistake. Why would you add a stroke to your score? Mm-hmm. Obvious mistake. Sure. Okay. No allegation of cheating for adding a stroke. I feel like if that happened in a more high-profile spot, they would change the rule, though. What if what if that happened to Spieth and he was... Because when did he know, I guess is a better, before I go down this road? When when did they disqualify him? Like, are we talking like an hour after he left? Before they, like, confirmed the, that, oh, wait a minute, look, hey, Spieth's score wasn't what he signed. Yeah. Like, if it's minutes after the fact, like, did he think that... Ever, did everyone think the score at that time was correct? Because what I'm wondering is, how does that play out if it was... After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Like a major winner that had the same thing happen. What do they do? They I mean, by the law, they will take the they will disqualify the guy. Yeah. And then the next day, the whole sports world is telling the PGA tour you have to change your rule. Or whatever that major is. You have to change your rule. You can't have you can't because of a simple mistake, if a guy won by multiple strokes, you can't take the trophy away from him. Well, this is the the big well one of the big issues in golf about bifurcation and unbifurcation, which is a fancy word for everything they do, you can do. You can play the same course, you play the same clubs, mm-hmm. you play the same balls. Of course, with the golf ball rollback, that's going to be that has been a topic. But no, the rules are the rules, and you signed a scorecard that had your score lower, you're DQ'd. That happens, you know, everywhere. I I think it. I mean, it, it's a harsh rule. But it's ask, it's asking that you, you know, pay close attention. Just don't make that clerical error, and you can keep playing. I'm excited for you to see these Hulk nets for the first time. I'm still trying to find the picture. I've got the story, but I don't have the picture, so I'll I'll, I'll get there. Man, look at you! you the you, anticipation. You didn't even know this happened. This happened. No. Well, justifiably, you would have been like what nine? Yes. You're nine years old, and immediately after these nets were introduced and never used, 
the Sabres became good and went to the you know the conference finals and back to back seasons. So the 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 idea that the Nets needed to be bigger went away pretty quickly. Did okay. they do that in spite of the NHL? The NHL said no bigger Nets, and so they're like, fine, we'll just become I, the best team in hockey. I, I don't, <laughs> you know, this is funny. Like we need an oral history on this. I don't think they ever practiced with these big, bold, bowed Nets in the NHL. I want to say they might have played a game or exhibition game in the AHL with them because the AHL is always this trial ground, right? Hey, let's try right. it here for a year. But I don't even know if they made it that far. The net used to be down at the arena. You could walk through and see, like, oh, I mean, this is now we're going on 18 years ago. This idea came out 19 years ago. Man, look at that. It's been a long time. Has been. I went to the game that they played in Buffalo with the blue ice and the orange lines. Me too. They didn't have the Hulk nets, so I'm guessing. No, they did not have the not Hulk for nets. for that game. 803-0550, When we get back, a couple things come out today. Peter King's Football Morning in America column has... The uh, basically an oral history of the Chiefs trade up for Mahomes, which of course Bills fans involves the Bills. What did Peter King write about that? The Bills rolling it when the deal was struck. What other potential teams were looking to get into that spot? We'll take you through that very quickly and uh, get you an idea on Derrick Henry. What the Bills are going to do at running back because Henry's teams are listed. The odds are listed. The Bills are not one of them which is refreshing, but uh, I still might want to run the idea by you. 803-0550, Jeremy and Joe on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.